Thank you very much for the inspiring song. Oh, happy day. Today is happy day. Today is the day we come together as sisters and brothers and worship God. I want to talk about worship today. Worship is the most important thing for Christians. Since it is so important that we do it every week. We don't do it once in a while. We do it every week because it is so important. It is foundation. It is a basis for our existence. We Christians are basically worshipers. Many of you have been very faithful to attending the worship service every week because it is very important to you. I believe that worship is the priority of your life. And thinking that worship is the priority of your life is wisdom. When, we, when you make the worship as the center of your life, everything else will fall into its place. We'll find a balance in life and we'll find order in life. We are creatures. We did not create ourselves. We did not make ourselves. We have creator. So I think it's a very natural thing for the creatures to worship the creator. And that is the natural order. So making worship as the center of our lives is to find the order in our lives. As Joshua uh, briefly shared, when your life is chaotic, when you are not sure where your life is going and everything goes wrong in your life, something is not really uh, going well, I want you to go back to the heart of worship and restore the life of worship. Soon, you'll be able to find the order in your life. Worship is not what you do on Sunday at this church. Worship is not about what you do. Worship is not what we do. Worship is the mode of existence. Worship is who we are rather than what we do. Worship is our life. The Israelites, when they were in bondage in uh, the, 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 the Egypt, God told them, God told them to tell the, uh, the Egyptians, we have to go and worship God. That was the beginning of Exodus. That was the beginning of liberation. God made Israelites as a worshiping people. What does it mean to have religion? What is religion? Religion is something that you give your whole life for. That's what religion is. 
That's why religion is very dangerous. Because you, you give your whole life for it. When, when, you, when you say somebody, oh, she does it religiously, what does that mean? She gives whole heart for that. That's what it means. But having just casual religion, what is that? Is it religion? If you just take it as a kind of option on the side, that's not religion. Religion by definition, you give your whole thing for that. That's what religion is. And that is what worship is. There is no such a thing as half-hearted worship. If you're worshiping, you give your whole heart. And only then it is worship. Worship is not limited by time and space. That was what Jesus taught the Samaritan woman. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For Father seeks such as these to worship him. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. God is spirit, and the spirit is not limited by time and space. So true, true worship is not about where and when you worship. True worship starts from here, the heart. The, true wor the worship doesn't begin at 12 o'clock. Worship begins when your heart is ready. That does not mean uh, what we do on Sunday is not important. It's very important. But behind what we do on Sunday, there has to be a right heart. So I was thinking about what will be the right heart to give worship? What will be the right heart for God to accept our worship? I was thinking when I'm praying about it, and I realized that the right heart is humble gratitude. That's what right heart is. We give worship to God with humble gratitude. And then what is that humble gratitude? I realize that that's a brokenness. So we worship God with brokenness. That's what worship is. With a broken spirit, we worship God. Why? Because we are all sinners. We are not worthy enough to call God in God's name. And we are not even worthy enough to worship God. We are, we are not worthy enough to sit here. Because we have a lot of sins, evil, darkness within us. But God forgave and purified our sins. That's why we can enter the sanctuary with confidence. Not because we are good, we're coming with confidence, but because God has forgiven us. So that confidence comes from the brokenness, not from our own righteousness. This is what a Hebrew writer said. Since we have confidence to enter the sanctuary by the blood of Jesus, 
Let us approach with a true heart in full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Jesus broke down the curtain. He purified us and cleansed our sins so that we can enter into the Holy of Holies with confidence. But we enter in with confidence, but at the same time with a broken spirit. Deep in, within us, we have evil thoughts and selfish desire. And God purified us by forgiving us. That's why we have humble gratitude. And then we, with that humble gratitude, we worship God. If without that heart, our worship will not be worship. God does not accept what we do for him. God accepts our brokenness. That's what God does. In Greek, the word worship is proskuneo. It is a synthetic word. One pros and kuneo. Pros is two words. Kuneo is kiss. You have this image of kneeling down before Jesus and with tears kissing Jesus' feet. That's what worship is. That's what broken spirit is. That's what humble gratitude is like. And Luke gives us this story about this woman. She stood behind him at his feet weeping and began to bathe his feet with her tears and to dry them with her hair. Then she continued kissing his feet and anointing them with ointment. That is exactly the image of worship. That is what humble gratitude looks like. And we see her brokenness. So in worship, there has to be an abundant sense of gratitude for God's overflowing grace. So you experience God's overflowing grace and that you have this abundant gratitude with that heart that is heart that is ready to worship God. When we look at our lives, what do you confess? I confess, oh Lord, it is your grace and only your grace, nothing else. I am who I am by your grace. My life that I enjoy now is because of your grace, nothing else. That's all I can confess. The full, abundant, overflowing grace. When you recognize that grace working in your life, then worship is, you are ready to worship God. That's what worship is. then everything we do becomes worshipful. Whether you do praise or special music or offering or listening to sermon, every single act becomes worshipful. We can do that in a worshipful manner. When we see the fullness of the grace of God working in our lives, our worship will not be limited only on Sunday at this place. Wherever we are, 
that place and that time will become a place and time for worship. And how much more meaningful and powerful our worship will be when we get together at the same place at the same time with brothers and sisters and we worship God together. How powerful and meaningful that worship will be. I mean, all by yourself, you can, your worship is so meaningful. And when you gather together with other brothers and sisters, worship God, that will be so amazing. Worship is not a spiritual entertainment. Worship is not what you observe. Worship is not what you see. You're not here just to get entertained. Entertainment goes just briefly. You, know, you may feel joy and then uh, you go away and then you forget about it. The, 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 I mean, the four uh, men that sang today, and it's wonderful, beautiful, and praise uh, does all the wonderful uh, praise music is off to God, not to you, not to entertain you. So we don't necessarily need to clap for what they did. It's not because we don't appreciate it, but because it is something that you do to God. That's why you don't clap when, you know, I mean, last week, you even clapped after announcement. That's a little too much. That's a little too much. We are not here to entertain ourselves. We are here to worship God, not to be entertained. I'm whole week I prepare this message, not to entertain you, so that I may hear the word God gives me so that I can give you that word. When you seek God with humble gratitude, you will find God because God will reveal himself to those who seek. And I realize one more item. Humbleness, gratitude, and the third thing is seeking. You don't have just humble gratitude, but you come seeking. You come to worship seeking. When you seek, you will find. Because God will reveal himself to those who seek. This is what Jeremiah said. Then when you call upon me and come and pray to me, I will hear you. When you search for me, you will find me. If you seek me with all your heart, I will let you find me, says the Lord. Thus says the Lord. So seeking is important. Seeking with humble gratitude. That is the attitude we should have when you come to worship. Ambrose, the bishop of Milan, when St. Augustine was converted, he was a bishop, he said this prayer. Oh God, Teach me to seek you and reveal yourself to me when I seek you. For I cannot seek you unless you first teach me, nor find you unless you first reveal yourself to me. Let me see you in longing and long for you in seeking. Let me find you in love and love you 
in finding. Beautiful prayer. Beautiful prayer. God reveals himself to those who seek him. If you seek God every Sunday with humble gratitude, you will meet God. That's what happens in worship. And cleansing happens. Purification happens. And you feel the divine presence. And there, when you meet the divine presence, you find your true self. That's what Isaiah experienced. Let me read, uh, I mean, when Isaiah entered into the sanctuary and he felt the divine presence. And when he, when he felt the divine presence, you know, what was the first thing that he experienced? He found, he met his true self. And when he met his true self, this was, his, what, this was what he confessed. Woe is me. I am lost. For I am a man of unclean lips. And I live among a people of unclean lips. And yet my eyes have seen the king, the Lord of hosts. And after finding his darkness, his true self, then came healing. Then one of the seraphs flew to me, holding a live coal that had been taken from the altar with a pair of tongs. The seraph touched my mouth with it and said, now this has touched your lips. Your guilt has departed and your sin is blotted out. What a beautiful image. Isaiah felt the live coal touching his lips and he uh, confessed he, he has man of unclean lips and he touched and burned his lips, purified him. Then Isaiah said, here am I, send me. Find life's call. Today after KSM service, uh, this woman, she told me, I often close my eyes and worship God. And today I saw the golden rays coming down. Beautiful image. Worship is a serious thing. Hera told me just before the worship, you know, Darren, he's different from me, she said. You know, I'm like a Korean ajumma, and you know, everything, uh, you know, you know, they just do it, uh, you know, fast and fast. But Darren is so serious. Just to, uh, when he was invited to uh, lead praise, he was thinking about this and that, what is the best, what will be good. That is right attitude for the worship. That is right attitude for the worship. What happened to Isaiah is what happens to us. 
what can happen to us in worship. When we seek God with humble gratitude, we'll find our true self and we'll experience the healing and through the healing, then now, Lord, send me. I'll live my life with confidence. I'll live my life for you. That's what life is. That's what life is. We change through the worship. We become free through the worship. We become strong through the worship. We find life's calling through the worship. God gave you the worship as the most precious gift to bless you. And if you don't worship God, you lose a lot of things. Worship is not for our benefits. Worship is only for God. And yet, as a result of the worship, we change. We become blessed. There will be healing. Not just superficial healing, but deep healing. People will become transformed. Their eyes will be opened. So you have things that need to be healed. When you worship God, that healing will happen. You are the worshipers. Let us worship God in spirit and truth. Let us sing together.